I'm Sam Carter. And I'm Dean Lowry. This is Carter and Lowry. Let's get started. Welcome back to Carter and Lowry, episode number 50, and I'm here again with my co-host, Sam Carter, and with our MLB analyst, Jack Cole. And I have a great question this week. This could be highly debated. Out of all the fast food restaurants that you have ever been to, who has the best fries? Jack Cole, go. Best fries. That's a that's a good category. Um, I do like McDonald's fries. I mean, they'll probably take a year off my life per fry, but they're really good. All right, Sam. Uh, it's got to be McDonald's. There is no fry better than McDonald's. I'm not a huge McDonald's fan, but I love McDonald's fries. They are second to none. Wow. Um, I did not expect a consensus, but uh, my fry choice is uh, Freddy Steak Burgers. Um, <laughs> there's not a lot of them, but they got that little crispy on them. Best fries I've ever had. A lot, a lot of people have had them, but I'm putting them above McDonald's. But enough talk about fast food. It's time to talk about baseball. And Jack, sad to say for you, the Atlanta Braves defeated the Los Angeles Dodgers 4-2 to in the NLCS. We'll move on to face the Astros in the World Series. But first, you know, let's talk about you know the Dodgers come back, win game three, and then Atlanta puts on a dominant show in game four. Dodgers come back win game five, and then a tight, you know, back and forth kind of game in uh, game six, which Atlanta wins. And the first question I got on your mind is, uh, what were you feeling after Max Scherzer, who was expected to start and pitch, uh, could not pitch and had to be replaced by Walker Buehler in game six? Well, it was kind of at that moment that I knew we were done for. I mean, when you have to pitch Walker Buehler on three days rest again for the second or third time in this month, it's not looking good. I mean, Bueller put up a great performance for such short rest and such um, having no warning. But, again, our offense didn't do as well as it needed to do, and I really knew from the second that I heard that we were kind of done for. And so looking back, you know, obviously the Dodgers make the huge uh, moves at the trade deadline. They get very good, um, you know. What would uh, you have done differently, you know, throughout this playoff run and at the end of the – um, you know, the regular season that you know, maybe could have uh, allowed the Dodgers to make the World Series? Well, I mean, I agreed with most of Dave Roberts' managing decisions for the most part. I mean, unfortunate that Scherzer has to go in in Game 5 against the Giants, but if you don't win that game, there's no point in saving him because you won't have any further games. Um, I don't agree with Julio Urias went in in a couple of games in um, relief. I don't agree with that. I think we have one of the best bullpens in the league. I don't see the need to waste a starter on that. I think that was a poor decision that led to him and the whole lineup getting a little bit messed up. I think that was the main poor choice. All right, Sam, why don't you take us to the American League? So uh, out in the uh, ALCS, um, the Houston Astros took down the Boston Red Sox 4-2. to two. Um so, Jack, just take us through that series. Yeah, I mean, like I predicted, 
would have loved for the Red Sox to beat the Astros, but Astros were the far better team. Surprised that the Red Sox made it that far, um, but I think everyone really saw a Houston win. Now we can just hope that the Braves take out the Astros. Yeah. So that was going to be my next question. So you are cheering for the Braves, even though they uh, took out the uh, Dodgers? Oh, you have to. I mean, if you're a baseball fan, you can't like the Astros. That's just a fact of life. Once they cheated, they went from being America's favorite team to America's least favorite team. Don't like the Astros ever. So out in Vegas, uh, this World Series uh, with the Braves against the Astros is a dead heat. You know, it's dead even. It's a pick em. Um, So... You know, so we're calling it the closest World Series, you know, we've had in recent history. Um, who do you like in uh, the series and how many games it's going to go to? I don't even think it's going to be that close. I think uh, Astros win in six. I don't wow. think that the Braves are good enough to beat the Astros. The Astros are so much more dominant than the Braves are. I don't, I don't think they have a chance, really. Wow. Ripping up the Braves, he said that the Braves didn't have a chance against the Brewers. They didn't have a chance against the Dodgers. They got another chance to prove Jack Cole wrong. Uh, you know, we'll be back with Jack next week to break down uh, the first uh, four or five games. And uh, I think it's going to be a good series, but Jack doesn't think so. Uh, Sam, you want to throw the little prediction? Uh, you not don't know much about the Astros, but uh, throw the little prediction for us. Um, you know, I'm going to go against Jack. This is completely uh, biased. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Braves in seven. Um, there's no knowledge behind that. It's literally a guess, maybe wishful thinking, but uh, we'll see. All right. Well, uh, if you're excited for the World Series, you know, tune in on Fox. Uh, most of the games are at eight eighteen um, every uh, night or every other night, uh, depending on the travel days. Uh, you can look up the schedule uh, somewhere online. But any final thoughts, guys? Nope. Nope. All right, that's going to do it for the Civil B segment. We'll be right back with college football. Welcome back. We are back without Jack. That rhymed, but it's not a crime. We're back with college football. And we are here to talk about, you know, last week, you know, no right matchups, you know, looking kind of dry on the college football scene. We had some nice upsets. And let's start it off with some history. Uh, Penn State going down 18-20 to 20 in nine overtimes. Um, Sam, obviously, the new format instituted a couple years ago. After two overtimes, you alternate two-point conversions. Yeah. Uh, do you like the format or not? Um, you know, it seems to work. So, and I think it's as fair as, you know, it can be. So, I, I think it's good, at least for now. Well, uh, this basically eliminates, um, you know, Penn State from the college football playoff and, you know, takes out another team in the Big Ten. You know, this looks like there's going to be three uh, teams left that can really make a, you know, make a stand, uh, make it the playoff. It's going to be Ohio State, um, Michigan, and Michigan State. Um, but speaking of, uh, you know, some states, you know, you got number eight, Oklahoma State, going down to Iowa State 24-21. Great game by Iowa State's running back and, you know, you know, just a solid play all around. Oklahoma State's now down. You know, that loss, that could take them out of the college football playoff potentially, leaving just Oklahoma. Um, and then you got a little bit of a uh, a sad moment for Sam, uh, you know, a little bit of an NC State fan. Yeah. Sam is. And uh, they go down 31-30 to to Miami. Sam, what can you tell us about this game? Um, you know, this was one that uh, NC State 
would usually lose, um, and they did. It's 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 tough because you know they played a pretty good game. Um, there were a couple of iffy calls. I don't want to attribute the loss to um, inconsistent officiating, but you know that's always a factor in really really tight games. Um, so you know, just move on to next week. Still a good season though. Right, and uh, speaking of you know a little bit of uh, you know big uh, big Big Ten matchups, what I was talking about number six Michigan at number eight Michigan State, uh, the battle of undefeated. Um, Sam, who do you got in this one? Um, I think I'm gonna have to go Big Blue. Um, I'm gonna go with Michigan on this one. Uh, I feel like Michigan State has always been an overhyped team. Um, and I feel like Michigan's always been sort of disrespected. Um, I'm not saying that they're underrated or anything, but um, still, I'm going to have to go with Michigan. And does the winner of this game, do you feel deserve to move into that uh, top four uh, spot in the rankings? Um, I think so, because, you know, you're beating a top ten team, whoever wins. So I think I think so. All right, and uh, looking ahead, you know, we got another, you know, rivalry game. You got Georgia-Florida. Florida's obviously not ranked, but I think this one's going to be close. Sam, does Florida stay, uh, you know, have any chance of uh, – it's not Florida State, just Florida. Do they stand any chance of keeping this one close? Um, no, because the little bit that I've seen of Florida, I was not at all impressed with their offense. And, you know, the strength of that Georgia team is their defense, and I think that they'll – handedly shut down Florida. So I think this will be an easy win for Georgia. And uh, the last game of the week, uh, you know, Penn State, you know, playing at number five, Ohio State. Penn State obviously with the loss to Iowa and uh, to, uh, you know, Illinois this past week. You know, does Penn State stand any chance of uh, keeping uh, this game close? Um, I think so, just because – Ohio State does have sort of a shaky offense, um, but, you know, I think that Ohio State will win this game. But Penn State, I, I give them a slight chance to keep it close. And we have to keep the pity party going because, Sam, uh, why don't you just uh, tell us what happened to the Clemson Tigers this uh, past week? Um, a terrible performance. Um you know, there's not much good you can say about this Clemson team. Um, we thought that the defense was really good. They proved us wrong. Um, you know, we thought DJ was really good. He proved us wrong. Uh, just a terrible, terrible, terrible performance. Um, and I don't really know what's next when it comes to uh, quarterbacks, I, I don't think that uh, DJ deserves to start next week. I think I'll have to definitely earn it. So we'll see. Well, uh, you know, I think this has been a you know brutal collapse. Um, you know, not to put it that way, but, you know, Clemson really, you know, they went from, you know, five or six years in a row just being at the t- tippity top of the college football, you know, sort of arena and now you know they're just kind of terrible 
and they're a mid-level ACC team, and uh, they got to turn it around. Uh, but next week, they will play versus Florida State, and the Tar Heels had a bye this past week. They'll play at number 11 Notre Dame on NBC. Um, Sam Howell's got a chance to sort of shine out. Um, you know, he might come back, you know, now that his season's kind of been derailed. Let's see what happens there. But uh, Sam, any final thoughts? Nope. I'll be right back with the NFL. All right, welcome back to our NFL segment. And uh, unfortunately for Sam, uh, well, not unfortunately, they didn't lose or win. Uh, the Steelers had a bye. They remain at 3-3. Three and three, uh, But the Panthers lost 25-3 to three to the Giants. Um, what happened? This team, they were 3-0, riding high. And uh, it looks like they're terrible. Um, there's no one in sight. Sam Darnold got benched. Christian McCaffrey still hurt. I mean, what's going on? The defense has got some cracks in it now. I mean, it's it's like the past four years. This is the same thing happening over and over again. And uh, I just don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Um, we just need to kind of pick ourselves up and get a winning mindset. Um, Sam Donald is on a very hot seat right now. He's got to play very well uh, in these next games. You know, these were not hard games to win. And, you know, we're not playing hard teams. We're playing the Giants. We're getting blown out. So uh, something's got to change. And, uh, you know, that's all I got. Um, so, Sam, why don't you take us uh, and start off uh, by talking about what's your fantasy team this week? Um, so in our uh, fantasy football league, I took down Alex McCollum this week. I remain undefeated at 7-0, and so we got a win there. Um, you know, Josh Allen was out this week. He had a bye, so I picked up Carson Wentz on a Thursday night, and he came through with 25 points, roughly. Um, and, you know, just consistent performances from Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Derrick Henry, um, and then... Surprisingly, and uh, my fantasy team is loaded with injuries. Um, you know, obviously, you know Russell Wilson's the big one for me. You know, Nick Chubb, uh, Jarvis Landry. You know, it's just it's just been a lot of injuries to deal with. And you know, I lost to David. Um, you know, we've had him on a couple times. You know, he's an NFL analyst. Uh, be looking forward to him uh, in a couple weeks, though. Um, but you know that's just kind of the fantasy game. You know the punishment in our league is wearing a dinosaur suit, so I'm trying to avoid that. I'm not in last place. I am not in last place right now, so I'm holding a little steady. Um, but uh, just gotta get kind of get lucky with some pickups, and uh, hope I don't come in last. Uh, so Sam, you know NFC East games retired, and we'll bring it back. But uh, any final thoughts on the NFL? All right, that's going to do it uh, for this segment of Cardinal Larry. We'll be right back with a super basketball segment. Welcome back to Cardinal Larry with the super basketball segment. And we are back combining the NBA and college basketball as the college basketball rankings just dropped uh, this past week. Super excited about that. But first, let's talk about the Hornets, who overperformed this week, uh, going 3-1, and starting the season 3-0 and for the first time ever. Uh, losing the Celtics in overtime that was very painful. Mason Plumlee can't even, can't even, can't even with him right now. Uh, 
They beat the Pacers in dramatic fashion. Uh, you know, they beat the Cavs on the road and the Nets on the road. That was a commanding victory. And uh, Sam, you know, his dad has got the season tickets. So you were at the Pacers game and the Celtics game. Uh, what can you tell us about those games? Um, you know, the Pacers game was insane. Uh, one of the best, maybe the best sporting event I've ever seen live. Um, and then the Celtics could have been the same way, um, but it, 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 it went the wrong way. Um, you know, I cannot believe Plum Dog Millionaire. That's my nickname from Mason Plumlee. He, I mean, who was it that inbounded the ball? It was Gordon Hayward. What the heck? Oh, my gosh. I, I feel like. You know, that was um, just I, – I was so high at that moment, so happy when we were, had the ball and we're inbounding it, and it just plummeted. Um, but, you know, still a, a fun game nonetheless. So we've got to win those, though. All right, and, you know, Sam, you've seen a lot of Hornets basketball. Give us your player of the week this week. Um, it's It's got to be Miles Bridges. I mean, I don't think that uh, anybody who is remotely a basketball fan would tell you anything different. Um, I mean, he's put up almost 30 points a game. Uh, so, you know, it's got to be him. All right, and, you know, like we did last week, we're bringing in Sam to talk about the next week and give us a little, you know, our goal of the week. Uh, so the, the Hornets will play at the Magic and then at the Heat on Friday night. That game is on ESPN, first national TV appearance of the season. I'll play against the Trailblazers and then the Cavs. Uh, Sam, how many wins would you like to see the Hornets get this week? Um, you know, I think I think uh, two and two would be good with wins against the Magic and the Cavs. Um, you know, but I think we can definitely, I think we could go 4-0 with the way that this team can play. All right. And Sam, a little story time. You met your favorite Hornet ever, uh, at the game. So just uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I was walking, uh, to the concession stand and I was in my Muggsy Bogues jersey and I look to my left and I see this little dude standing there and I look over. And I shout his name out, and I got his picture, or got my picture with him. Um, no autograph, but, you know, maybe next time. All right. Uh, you know, great story. You know, maybe meet some other Charlotte legends at some other games. But it is time for the top dogs, and we're bringing it back with the Eastern Conference, and the Chicago Bulls are on top, the last undefeated team in the conference. Uh, the two spot, you got the Charlotte Hornets, and three spot, you got the Milwaukee Bucks. Both those teams three and one. And I decided to give the Knicks the four spot. I mean, there's like a ton of teams at two and one, but go ahead, you know, have a bone. Uh, so Sam, why don't you take us to the Western Conference? So out west, we got uh, Golden State at three and zero, and we got the Jazz coming in in second at two and zero. Then the Grizzlies in third, tied with the Nuggets at two and one. Yep, and now it's time to kind of flip it over as we're going to talk about some college basketball. And uh, those rankings dropped, 
And we got four teams in the ACC that are ranked. You got number nine, Duke, uh, number 20, Florida State, and number 25, Virginia, and the number 19, North Carolina Tar Heels. And so, uh, Sam, uh, give us your, uh, you know, excitement level on a scale of 1 to 10 for the season and your uh, seed that you'd like to see the Charles get in the NCAA tournament. I'm going to go with an excitement level of about, I'm going to go on the lower end at 5 just because, you know, I don't really know many players on this team. Um, I feel like there's not a ton of returners. Um, and then I think I could see us maybe peaking at a five seed, but we'll see. Yeah, obviously, you know, in college basketball, the way it is now, you know, you've got to kind of wait the first, uh, you know, five games uh, and see how it goes. But some tough tests uh, early on uh, for the Tarios, they'll play number eight Purdue in the ACC Big Ten matchup. And they'll play number two UCLA in the uh, CBS Sports Classic. That's right before Christmas. Uh, so a lot of excitement. Um, you know, hopefully bring in uh, our basketball analyst, uh, Reed Weichel, to talk about the Tar Heels. Um, a lot coming on. You know, a lot of sports just converging right now. And it's very exciting. And uh, this was episode number 50 of Cardinal Lowry. We made it all the way. Coming up on a year. Uh, but Sam, any final thoughts here? All right, that's going to do it for episode number 50 of Cardinal Lowry. You can hear from us next Tuesday.